welcome back to Scholars and Dollars podcast with H&M. Um, it's a busy week. It is. We're getting yes. back, uh, cranking up for school. We are sending off our college students. Trying to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> trying to. And, and it's, you know, one thing I will say, it is definitely... Um, different this year you know mm-hmm. we had we have more students going out I feel like than last year after COVID it kind of like oh yeah you had yeah. you had them coming out and then I feel like now it's kind of be pumping it up and be back to more I think more mm-hmm. schools and I think a lot of you probably have realized that a lot of students have it a lot of colleges have admitted a lot more students right, right. so what have you seen Millbauer in terms of that I know that dorms is is a thing now yeah um People are afraid of not getting that dorm, I guess. They're not getting it. Yeah. So, uh, and I think I love the fact that my students or our students feel comfortable enough to right. reach back out to us. Um, I've been on the phone <laughs> multiple times, um, just, you know, on speakerphone trying to help the students navigate, you know, oh, through. Yeah. Um, because even though they graduate, they've gotten into the colleges, mm-hmm. some of them still need help. <laughs> um, you know, just. The dorm experience or, well, the first thing, just backing up, like I said um, before, if you um, don't have your bill or some kind of plan in place right. um, to satisfy your bill, you're not going to get in your dorm um, initially if there's a hold. And right. I think that's what's been going on. There's been a hold on um, multiple accounts because they will show up to the college um, not communicating yeah. with the financial aid office. Um, I, I, I've seen that in a variety of things so, so people who are moving out of state mm. you know mm. i have a, a girlfriend whose daughter's going out of state to school and the lack of communication mm. or just not knowing the questions to ask i don't think it's on yeah. purpose or assuming um like i have one student who's an athlete and you know we'll talk more about that but I, I don't get where she got this from but she assumed the athletic department was going to take care of you know, all of these things. And I'm like, that's admissions. That's financial aid. This is athletics. You know, it's a little bit different. But they, I don't know where they just assumed that, but they did. They said yeah. what I thought, you know, because she's an athlete, they were going to take care of. Right. Um, just walking things through, signing things, you know, that it doesn't it's work. Not, like and that. it's not mm-hmm. like high school. Mm-hmm. And in some right. cases, like, it's you don't you just have to know the questions to ask. A lot of parents yeah. get there. Are they dropping children off? Dropping children off. Yes. I tell you, when I was at as an admissions officer yep. in Knoxville, this girl flew all the way from California <laughs> with all her stuff and showed up in the admissions office and yep. she tried to move in a dorm and she was like, <laughs> um, they said I I don't have a room and I I don't know what I saw the privilege in that experience mm-hmm. slash ridiculousness, but I think you know, just mm-hmm. the audacity, right? So you're showing up. You don't have any papers. Mm-hmm. You won't have anything. You just said you was going to the University of Tennessee, mm-hmm. and she showed up in a cowboy hat, suitcases, <laughs> and, you know, she was denied, actually. Right. Said she didn't get the paperwork, but mm-hmm. she's already there at school. Mm-hmm. Parents gone. Parents gone. Okay. I mean, well, no, they didn't come. They were coming later. Oh, okay. So she was on the first flight. Okay. Like, she had all the information. Mm-hmm. She was ready. Right. You know, and that, you know, her story, I have no idea where this girl is. Um, but that's just not how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that you think, and that was 10 years ago. So now we're in a situation where people are like, you know, you cannot come in if you haven't mm-hmm. made a plan. So we're not saying you have to have all $30,000. Right, right, no. But you have had to have some payment plan set mm-hmm. up, some arrangement with financial aid. So you have to call. Yes. And you have to talk. And so... Back to my girlfriend who's moving out, moving out of state. The daughter's going out of state. They're driving down there. They got to have a certain amount of tuition paid. They don't a have a schedule. Right. And I, I, you know, a lot of schools, I think, before school starts, they're dropping yeah. schedules. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, so, you know, it's a business. And that's why yes. I'm sharing that. As these are horror stories mm-hmm. to start off with, but it's actually a business. And I know that some of you listeners can attest to that. It mm-hmm. is School's a business, which is why we're here on Scholars and Dollars mm-hmm. to help you get money. Yes. Because, you know, there's it's a game you're playing. Mm-hmm. It's a financial game you're playing, and you want to be able to get ahead of it. So the more scholarships you have, mm-hmm. the less likely you are to worry about 
payment plans yes. and all those different things. And so um, I've had some students this week mm-hmm. um, coming in. One of my students was a life scholar. Okay. Oh. Well, yeah. so we thought. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, ended up at um, right at 30.00467, whatever, and his institution is not rounding that up to 30%. So, um, Palmetto Fellows rounds up, for those of you in South Carolina, but life top 6% rounds up. So, you could be top 6.547% and you're considered top 6%. You could be 6.9%, 6%. They'll, they'll give it to you because it's a, it's a smaller group. Right. But that top 30% is a strong top 30%. And so, I had a student who was going to earn the Meeting Street Scholarship and... Basically, your high school graduation class mm-hmm. affects what your life scholarship Correct. is. Now, this particular student's rank did not change. Okay. But the number of students who were graduating in the class did change. Yes. Okay. So, it yes. went from maybe 221 to 219 mm-hmm. or 215 to 213. <laughs> and those <laughs> those gra- senior graduates that graduated over the summer... Mm-hmm. Um, or graduate early because you know you remove yourself from the graduation rank. Right. That hindered his that affected, oppor- that affected yeah. his chances. So, you know that top thirty percent um, and associating with scholarships and a lot of colleges associate merit based scholarships with you earning the life scholarship. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. tied yeah. to a particular GPA. Um, always right. It could be like you like with the Meeting Street Scholarship. You have to have life, any form of the Pell Grant. Yeah. In order to get the ten thousand dollars for me, so he was trip. counting on that money. He was counting on that, that money and didn't do. Didn't any find additional. out about it until yesterday. Oh, wow! So um, it's not much more that he'd have to pay, mm-hmm. and you can always earn the life scholarship. For those of you who don't know, but that you know, guys, that's the difference between twenty eight hundred dollars and five thousand dollars easily year. a year. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you know, you're talking twenty two hundred dollars difference, and so those things do matter. Plus an additional ten thousand that he was going to earn, so we got to make sure that we following up. Yes, you know, yeah. and looking at those transcripts because I'm pretty sure he just didn't look at the transcript, you mm-hmm. know. And some of these scholarships will say, you know, you're a finalist, like yes. like a Main yeah. Street, you're a finalist mm-hmm. based upon what you sent us. And we always say that, <laughs> even with the newspaper, you potential. Yeah, potential you know, graduate. The, yeah, potential ranking. Mm-hmm. This is based on what we have. Right. And um, so we're working with that student to do that. But then mm-hmm. on the other end of that, had a student. Called up University of South Carolina, mm-hmm. explain the different financial changes. Oh yes, they jumped out and said, and I'm calling them out because South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you large school wasn't mm-hmm. expecting the assistance there, but if you call the financial aid office, sometimes it depends on what they communicated. Though. Yeah, That's they took the time thing. and they've been calling regularly because right. it's something they really wanted to be able to make happen. Yeah, um, they were able to find some funding, some. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like assistantship, mm-hmm. student assistantship that, that that student will be able to do and, you know, really, really and cover that. that. out for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told a parent, I think I used, I told a parent last week to be consistent and persistent because when you are in that line, when you're, you rolled up to the school and you have your bags and everything, right? if you don't have, you know, that in place, then it's going to look a lot different the day when there's a crowd Right. You know, they're on the campus yep. and they may not be as willing to take aside some time to really listen to, you know, what the right. situation is. So if you can do that while they're still in their office, I think it makes a difference. It does. And it shows that you were serious because mm-hmm. it wasn't an afterthought. You know, mm-hmm. this money that people who are working over the summer to ask for, mm-hmm. oh, I really need an additional $3,000. Oh, I really right. need an additional 5000 Or how can I get this? Those are questions that, right. that those financial aid officers yes advisors mm-hmm. are that's what they're there for yeah and you know? another thing i want to say um i think i share this all the time in the boot camps um for those students who have won scholarships um sometimes scholarship organizations will send you a form right and say we need your student id number we need to know where the mail or disperse the check um and i find every year that a lot of students don't do that follow-up nope it's like yay i've won that's it or they don't check their emails. And then they're anymore. expecting it to just show up in their mm-hmm. account. Yes. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, that's every, get a folder, a yep. binder, 
Mm -hmm. um, put that stuff together. Check your portal. Um, Email your address. Yeah, your financial aid portal. Yep. Um, depending on the college, but I've seen a lot of where they will um, add in, you know, if you won the Pay Scholarship Academy, right. you know, scholarship or the Heisman Scholarship, it will have that little memo um, in there so you can track it. But right. if you can't, all you know, reach out to the financial aid office yeah. and, and get them to track it. Because if a check comes in, they have to track it. They have to track it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they may switch over. Like some schools, I noticed this summer, switched over to using your portal. So as mm -hmm. soon as you were admitted, then they were sending information about admissions, yep. housing, scholarships, everything to your new student. So as soon mm -hmm. as you pay your confirmation um, deposit, mm -hmm. you're yep. logging into a portal. I even saw schools that you weren't even, you didn't even confirm that had created Already some created kind of a portal or an account that you could access. But make sure that you have written that down so that you are checking that portal. Because as soon as you confirm they're uploading the portal with all your information. Mm -hmm. And so the student I mentioned earlier that was able to call USC, um, she was very just, she was just on top of it. She mm -hmm. saw how much she owed, saw how much money she needed to have. She noticed a change and they advised her to do yes. her financial aid process again, you know, her, her FAFSA. So, and some parents don't, you know, I, I try to tell parents, you know, you want to, you know, they're, they're older and you want to release them. Um, but parents, you still need to be checking as well <laughs> yes yes have, you know uh my best friend her daughter's in school now and she can see everything on her laptop on her desktop her phone um and i think that's worked out because um this particular school um had her down as as biology major or something mm -hmm. but she's public health and it's always been public health and so she you know had the daughter communicate with the um advisor yeah and they had to change it which changed her whole schedule mm -hmm. her entire schedule um but that was all about you know being proactive reading your um and, and, looking at your portal yes yeah. yeah that the looking at the portal is just important i've seen mm -hmm. so many students trying to figure out like a housing assignment there was a housing questionnaire i had one of my students who had no idea. She was mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to live. And she was fussing and right. cussing because the school didn't, she didn't know where she was supposed to live. And she was supposed to go in and do a housing um So something match. she didn't do on her part. Yes. Um, so the, okay. the, the way that that particular school was matching was once you complete your housing match thing. So that's like, you know, whether you get up at night, whether you're a smoker, mm -hmm. or whether you, oh. you know, those kind of things. They okay. wanted to, to try to match. Match them with, okay. And Makes so sense. she didn't do hers. So she didn't get her. <laughs> oh, so no housing? She has it now. Oh, okay. But it wasn't, you yeah. know, it, I think she just thought it was supposed to be there. But that's just checking the emails. Mm -hmm. Like, go to your subject line, subjects and search yep. housing. Mm -hmm. You know, I had one of my students, and I laugh mm -hmm. at him still, go to your email and search scholarships. Mm -hmm. Had two scholarships that he had received. Hadn't even clicked on the email because he didn't even, he missed them. Wow. I forgot which email I put down. Oh, oh. As we say on every right. episode, <laughs> put down the same, same email. email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and parents, one that you, you know, can access or at least you know, yes. yeah, try to, um, you know, have on your desktop, laptop, or either on your cell yeah, phone that be, you can be careful with that check. name, mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. name, last name, mm -hmm. numbers, right? Not like got it for the low, yeah. You yeah. know, or shawty too no. hot. I've seen all of them. Right. I've seen all of them. I wish that I had not. Big booty Judy. You know, that's for your own personal stuff. That right. is not for your um, scholarship application. And a scholarship your organization pointed that out to me. Yeah. And that's why I started adding that in too. I'm like, oh, did she really do that? But I think I just assume or take for granted now that students are. Uh, they know was an appropriate email. Yep. To, yeah. But, and parents as well. Um, oh, parent emails one, are special yeah, too. We the sexy Millers. <laughs> I had that one in a, that organization. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you don't think about it, you don't think about it. Right. We're here to help you think about mm -hmm. it. <laughs> so you heard it here. If you have not changed your Gmail, yeah. um, Hotmail, Yahoo, mm -hmm. if you still use an AOL, iCloud, iCloud, you know, and iCloud is not a safe, really, account mm -hmm. to me to use. So a lot of students are using their iCloud. I've had some students that have logged in their ACT accounts, mm. and they had done that through iCloud. And School nothing. accounts, don't use, um, I, I try to say, don't use your high school. No, um, because it's going to be, by the time you get to your senior year, yeah. the end of that, 
you know, June, they, I mean, yeah, it's over some you. filters yep. that will be in some firewalls that the school will have in place. Yeah, so make a Gmail account. But mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff that we, you know, are seeing, you know, as the students go off to school mm-hmm. is because people still sometimes I think are missing school and what we're what we're trying mm-hmm. to say and like why we're here so mm-hmm. when we started the podcast and we were talking about this and millbauer and i were talking about like what can we do because we really want information to get out there it's mm-hmm. not like we we're not sitting on information and everything we really find right. is out there somewhere yes. Yes. um we trying to put it all in the same space and mm-hmm. so um a couple things I, I was thinking about what you said earlier about your student at the student athlete mm-hmm. you know and a lot of stuff is apples and oranges yes yep. you know like Athletic scholarship, academic scholarship, mm-hmm. athletics and academics. Those are really apples and oranges while they work together. Yes. While we love to say you have a student athlete, mm-hmm. um, you getting an athletic scholarship is different from you getting an academic scholarship. Yes. But being accepted or offered mm-hmm. by an athletic program mm-hmm. is different from you being admitted or accepted into, into, the, a, school. into the school. Right. Like that's completely apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say this um, – in our a couple weeks ago in our NCAA episode, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this. You know, you have to be admissible to the school. So your NCAA eligibility um, is great. You need that. You need that 2.3 core GPA. But if, if you're not admissible to the school, mm-hmm. then you can't go there. <laughs> like, I, you and, and honestly... You know, you might be 6'10", listen to this, and like, oh, whatever, she don't know what you're talking about. Or you might be a 6'5 girl who got a layup and can dribble the floor. Mm-hmm. Fine. But mm-hmm. n- most of the time, yeah, you know, it's not. It's, that's not it. And so you're looking for scholarships. You know, we even talked about um, headcount scholarships, mm-hmm. which means, you know, as you have the amount of scholarships that that school gets, or they, that's all the scholarships they have. Right. One person right. gets one scholarship. Yes. And then you have the scholarships that are equivalency scholarships that everybody that that coach gets and everybody can get a little piece of that scholarship. That's not a full scholarship. No. No. And so a lot of sports. Right. I think I'm making reference. I think it needs to be a class on that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sports don't offer. Right. Don't have an opportunity mm-hmm. to give you a full scholarship, even if you want one or even mm-hmm. if you're great. So. Um, we'll talk more about that on our, a future episode. We'll talk more about the NCAA and mm-hmm. head count. And, you know, for football, for example, they get a certain number of scholarships. Mm-hmm. You go to Division One college, they have a certain amount of scholarships. They can have a certain amount of people on the roster they can have. Right. So this influx of preferred walk-on. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think I shared um, today, and I said I was going to ask you about it, uh, one of my students, well, not my students, but – she uh, participated in the virtual boot camp. Mom mm-hmm. said that she received, the student received $11,000. Like, I think they were scouted by, is that the right word? Scouted, That's I think that's what she used, by multiple schools. But I think the 11 was the best offer. But it was 43 to go there. And I said, is mm. that 11 every year? Is that guaranteed every year? I'm just curious. I didn't yeah, know. well, it just depends. It just depends. Um, yeah. that again, I don't know what sport they yeah, play. Volleyball. But, yeah. So, well, volleyball actually is a is a scholarship that they can actually give headcount. Oh. So that just what so that means yeah. basically you got they just weren't giving her full scholarship. No. She probably was a preferred walk on. And then she received um, a five thousand dollar merit incentive mm-hmm. for the school, but again, it's forty three. To go there. So, you know, do the math. Um, she's getting that 11 and then that five for the year. And yeah. It's 43 to go there. Well, it's, it's tough because um, it depends on the school. So Division mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. then volleyball, Yeah, they got a number of slots on their roster right, for girls right. that can do that. And with Title Nine and stuff, they have to, you know, you have a certain number of sports that can do that. Like uh, women's gymnastics is a headcount sport. Okay. But that's because football you're going to have, mm-hmm. you might have 80 people on the roster, yeah. depending on the the university or division one size. But those those students, because I'm, I'm thinking about the situation that happened at, was it Grambling? They, oh, yeah. They were on scholarship, mm-hmm. but then they were cut, right? Yes, because technically, mm-hmm. I wasn't of the best taste. Okay. <laughs> but you have to earn your scholarship every year. Every, so every okay. time you sign, mm-hmm. you are signing a one-year deal. Yep. You know, so a lot of people don't Makes understand sense. it. They mm-hmm. come to the sign and they're like, oh, I'm going to South Carolina State. Yeah. That's contingent upon, that next year is contingent upon your performance, okay. your academic p- 
performance, your behavior, um, who's coming next. Mm-hmm. So you have to earn your scholarship. Yeah. Basketball is one of those sports that's really tough with this because every year those coaches are recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have to. So that's why you might hear somebody say, well, we only got three scholarships because that's okay. a they only have three scholarships. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. okay. Um, but then other sports, there's some other sports out there like um, golf, mm-hmm. um, soccer. You might see them split up some things, but it just depends on men's and women's and all that. So, um, you know, that's those are specific mm-hmm. things with Division One. They can offer you a full scholarship for yeah. volleyball. Um, Division two is not offering any athletic scholarships, any full athletic scholarships anyway. So that's where that merit comes in. Mm-hmm. So that's where that little piece of the pie comes in, plus a merit scholarship. Right. Um, and that's why I tell him to be academically sound. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that way you don't have to worry about it. So right. if you're admissible, mm-hmm. um, you can do it. So we have a student that won the state championship in the 400 and then 4x4 four four that's going to Claflin. Um, could probably go any you know to some place for track, but you know, right? Um, but a good student, four point five GPA, going to get Meeting Street. Oh, okay, going to move okay. clean into Claflin right. for free. He can also run track there, okay. and probably do very well, and not necessarily be limited. You know, but but it's competing Division Two, where they would not have been able to give him a track scholarship. Mm-hmm. He's going for free anyway because of the academic right. aspect of that. So I always tell people to think about. You know, don't just go where, you know, you can go. Right. Go where people want you to go, and they're going to make the effort to do that. Because sometimes coaches will go out of their way. Oh, we're going to put this together. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what about those students that they don't have the money? Either they'll get student loans, yeah. parent plus loans, or they can still apply for scholarships. To play sports. If they're playing a sport. What do you say? It's just you have to decide how much you really want to play. Okay. Now, you know, I I struggle with mm-hmm. paying going into <laughs> debt to continue on these careers. Okay. Um, I understand enjoying your sport. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because I want you to stay active and do all the things. I'm all about activities. Mm-hmm. I'm an athlete. I'm a coach. I want you to do those things. But if you are literally going into debt to yeah. continue this, I'm not sure if that's the best option. Because you can always play intramurals. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always an option right. to continue to play, but to go into major debt, like yeah. if it's something like, okay, I had somebody reach out, yeah, they going on a scholarship to a school, they still owe ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Ah, yeah. Remember, it's I fine. told you about. It's the fine parent. if you have ten thousand dollars. Yeah, they're still in the <laughs> five thousand dollar um, monthly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's a no pay. for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a no. It's and that a no was just for me. first semester. I told each semester. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not. Um, to me yes. now again and this is where we go into yeah. having those conversations. those conversations like how much you how much when you're mm-hmm. talking parent to kid before you even get to their coach mm-hmm. how much do you want to make this happen right you know what are you willing to do to make this happen yeah. are you traveling a you all over the place um like with your letter you posted mm-hmm. there with that particular parent you're doing a you you're putting yeah. in thousands of dollars every summer mm-hmm. to get to the end of the senior year and still have to pay thousands of dollars for college that's a tough tough pill to swallow because there's no guarantee that when you play on those club teams and you play AAU that the outcome is going to be what you want right and then the transfer portal mm-hmm. makes it even more difficult so that's when we get into it's like apples and oranges yeah. so you want to be admissible mm-hmm. to the university and I think that parent regretted not taking advantage of the the yeah. whole student athlete you know, well-rounded student, right. um, those opportunities. Absolutely. I think when she saw um, some of the winners that were selected, some of them did. You mm-hmm. know, they, you know, were your National Honor Society, your beta clubs, oh, yeah. and played volleyball or football. And, yeah. And see, when student I coached my, president. yeah, when I coached um, basketball, my girls were student body president. Oh, yes. That was just, y'all going to get out here in the student government. Yes, yeah. And we're going to be mm-hmm. homecoming queen, and we're going to be... You yeah, know, some of them don't prom. think about that. I think so. Yeah, we were just going to get yeah. out here and do the things because that's what makes a love honest student. But right. that's because you I made that, that as right. a coach. Right. And I, I'm challenging coaches out there. I made that a top priority that we're going to get out here and do that. We're going to go read to the kids. We're going to go open mm-hmm. car doors. We're mm-hmm. doing all those things yes. so that if you do have an opportunity to go to the next level, mm-hmm. you are admissible to college. And so I think the conversation's 
circles around with parents. Like, so this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. How much do you want to play? So are you willing to go anywhere that's free? Right. Uh-huh. Oh, well, no, I want to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, that's not an option. So how bad do you want to play? How much money am I putting into this? If we're going to get an offer, so you've just got an offer mm-hmm. from University of Idaho. Are you going to go to University of Idaho? Well, I don't want my, da- my baby to go that far. <laughs> well, I mean, so what are we putting the money in for? Right. And so we have to ask ourselves those questions yes. because really – Back to apples and oranges, the college admissions piece, if, you can, if you're admissible, you can get into a school for free. I've known students to turn down acad- full academic scholarship mm-hmm. to go to play a sport and yeah. pay. Yeah. And I just had a conversation with a student today, uh, first gen. Um, he's going to qualify for life, uh, which means, you know, I said, have you considered USC Columbia? Because USC has game clock guarantee. Yeah, and they've done a phenomenal job. Yeah. And I said, that'll put you at about 20, cost 26 to go there. Can they come up with $6,000? Right. <laughs> you know, for, you know, a student who's doing well academically, plays three sports. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, can you leave? I don't know how it works, but I'm like, they really only have to come up with $6,000 if, and he still wants to do scholarships. Right. So, you know, there's So you think that about part. that. So mm-hmm. if you can get, you know, those first year scholarships out of the way. Yes. And then you can maintain and you mm-hmm. can find jobs on campus and those things. And, yeah. you know, I think people get stuck and think, okay, my kid's already at school. Y'all are mm-hmm. talking about doing this. This is for, yeah, you know, rising freshmen. And it's not. Yeah. You know, money is still coming through there. Yeah. Um, and it's just important for people to make sure that they take advantage of that. And that goes to the conversation again. Yes. How much are you willing to do? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I want to major in animal science. Mm-hmm. I want to major in, oh, I want to be a vet. Well, mm-hmm. how are you willing to be a vet in this state? Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. You know, you got to find a vet school. Right. You know, so you're going to have to go to vet school. Get mm-hmm. that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't really want to be a vet. I want to be a vet tech. Okay, right. so where where's your vet tech program? Like, have you started looking and doing the research on those programs? Um, you know, their dental hygiene is now people making that a four-year degree. What? <laughs> where are they doing State. that at? But you can go to Tennessee State <laughs> and be a dental hygienist where you can go to, you know, and nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. I, I'm, hey. Yeah. All I'm saying is, you didn't have to last year, right? Two years ago, <laughs> you're gonna pay for it. You, I mean, you think about four year experience, right? Um, but just doing the research, like mm-hmm. how, how much are you willing to, to get this done? Like, so if you're a life scholar, which in South Carolina, of course, that means you know thirty percent. That's five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. If the state is saying that pretty much, if you go to a community college or tech school, that that two years is free, mm-hmm. you can go be a dental hygienist for free, but you'd rather pay. To go be a dental hygienist for four years? Out of state. In out out of, of state. state. So, you know, I got somebody arguing with me about, you know, radiology tech because there's some school in Texas that offers a four-year radiology <laughs> degree. Oh and I'm not laughing. No, nothing's wrong with that career. Right. But we just know that there's a certification program. Right. So there's research and those That's things that have to be done. That's free. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have to pay for. Yes. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of athletes I talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I talked to one yesterday. He want to play football in college. He want to be a welder. Nothing's wrong with being a welder. Right. It's a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. How many offers do you have for football? Right. None. Um, okay. So here, so here we are. So you want to weld? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. So, but that's if football don't work out. Well, okay. well. So where are we with the football thing? Right. I don't. I'm not. A, again, I'm a hope dealer. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I don't know. You tell me. Right. And so I just think that's a really important thing. And so we'll get into that with athletics. But just remember that the conversation is still the same. How much are you willing to put into it? That's for the athletics. Mm-hmm. You know, how much you want to, if you're going to invest $20,000 over the course of three summers, four summers, starting in eighth grade, going to all these different places and, and picking up your kids and sitting in gyms, you know, I'm speaking to specifically to basketball for $20 a day. Mm-hmm. You got a family of four, twenty dollars a day, gym after gym after gym, and then get to the end, it's like And then you you're get, paying that again for college. Then the you paying that you paying the difference for college. Or you're like, Well, I don't he, you know, the offers he got, you know, those too small. I don't he want to go someplace else. Well, listen, yeah, people. Right. You know, so we are I'm telling you in advance, the transfer portal is taking a toll on all of this. So mm-hmm. where you were getting offers or seeing regular offers for full athletic scholarships scholarships, you are not seeing them as much. Or as frequently right. because 
you know, you can offer partial scholarships or just preferred walk-on mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple schools that are Division two, particularly for football, mm-hmm. have ginormous rosters. Okay. Kids moving in with $30,000 bills. $30,000. Yeah. And that's what I've been seeing. <laughs> you um, know, because they, cause they can, because they're Division two, mm-hmm. their roster can have yeah. as many kids. You know, like they can bring kids in. And a lot of colleges, because it's a business, are using those mm-hmm. as recruiting tools too. And that's what I'm seeing. You know, what can we do really quick? Or mm-hmm. what scholarship? What's a quick turnaround scholarship? And I've, yeah, I got that one. Yeah. How, how can we find $7,000 this right. week? This week. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or do you have anything that um, will pay for our um, installment plan, our monthly installment? You know, if you know, if you had scholarships and you had a refund, you know, you wouldn't have that. But, yeah, that's what I've been seeing. Yeah. For, and I think you've been seeing that, too. We've yep. kind of swapping stories. Same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, really, now is the time, you know, Parents who have those debts right now, what you need to do is figure out what works best for you. Um, mm-hmm. Ask questions in that financial aid office about what it means if you take on that parent plus loan so you can understand that fully. That's way, you know, that's a way to start. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're committed to not finishing, you know, not doing this for all four years, and I really hope that you hop in and um, Millbauer has a scholarship book for college students. Yes. And that's one that, you know, I think – those scholarships are there. They're mm-hmm. year, they're year after year annual mm-hmm. scholarships, annual. and yep. we, you know, she posted. I shared right. It's particularly the scholarships. So, um, you know, I got a, st- a student that left yesterday. Went back to Clemson, got that thirty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a senior. Yeah. So money that they paid last year as a senior, she's not having to pay. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have to stay with it if that's what you want to do. And do your research because we we had a student that left. Um, one of your bigger popular schools, Clemson, mm-hmm. she still had a balance. And now she has moved over to South Carolina State. Um, she was doing ag. And yeah. in, in another school offered her a full ride. Right. Yeah. So now she doesn't have a balance. So, uh, you know, you can still look at other options. Right. As well. So so just keep in mind that yeah. how much do you want to go to school for free? Right. That's, that's the question. And so a lot of people don't want to rain on their kids parade. They mm-hmm. don't want to say no. And I understand that. I get it, you know, H and M were both teenagers before, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it is it is just interesting to see the process. Like, how much do you want? I talk to people. I'm like, well, they're like, well, I want a full ride. Y'all are talking about full rides, and I'm like, okay, well, where you want to go to school? They say where they want to go to school. I'm, I'm saying I know that particular school mm-hmm. is not strong on giving full scholarships, mm-hmm. so I could tell you based on your profile, here's maybe where you should consider. Right. And then here come the noses turning up. Yes. You know, I don't want to go there. Well, right. you asked me where you could go to school for free. And that's what we do. <laughs> we, right. We want you to have a full ride. Mm-hmm. Particularly if you're choosing a career where the majority of them are requiring you to have a master's degree or some form of graduate study. You know, you, if you, you know, you know, oh, well, I want to teach, but I want to go to Duke. Well, I'm going to say that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Duke. I'm a Dukey. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. But there's some things I wouldn't send a kid there to do. Right. You know, to go to Duke for a $60,000 degree. Mm-hmm. You know, there's schools in the state of South Carolina, yeah. $60,000 degree. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting teaching fellows or if they don't offer that program, it's not the best fit, mm-hmm. you know, for you. Um, and so a lot right. of stuff goes back to that conversation. That's the number one thing. We can't, by the time you come to Millbauer's Boot Camp, or talk to your school counselor, mm-hmm. or message us on Facebook, or in any of our other platforms. You know, if you haven't had the conversation, we can only help. But so far, like I don't, right. I don't know what you got going on in your house, right. and I don't count people's pockets. Mm-hmm. So if you right. got it, I love it. Yeah. I think you should go. I tell you, if you like it, I love it. I'm here to support. Uh, but I do get, you know, it's we'll say one thing, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year or during their IGP. Uh, and then it's different after the first semester or first year. You know, they can't afford to stay, mm-hmm. you know, in school. And I, I know you get those calls all I the hate time. That. I really hate that. I do. I do. But um, we try to educate you on the front end because yes. you want to, your experience is one thing to have to leave because you don't like it. Decide right. to leave because you don't like it or mm-hmm. it was not a good fit. But if you could prevent having to leave because you, the money's not there, mm-hmm. because the money's just not going to show up. Right. So assume now, parents, as you arrive at these universities these next two weeks, the money is just not going to show up. Mm-hmm. There has to be something different because if you 
truly, um, I believe if you do what you've always done, you get what you always got. And so you can't go into it this next year approaching it the same way. So, you know, if your child's like, oh, well, I don't like to do scholarships. I don't like to write essays. If you don't like to write essays, it's going to be difficult to get a lot of scholarships. <laughs> it's going to be difficult to get a lot of scholarships because a lot of them require some essay. That's the only way. Or, you know, Taco Bell, a video. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, there's different things, but it's like, you know, how much, oh, I, you know, I, we get this, we're going to get these soon again. Mm-hmm. I can't get my child to do any scholarships. Yeah. Well, have you told them that they can't go to school if you don't do scholarships? Right. Because my parents are very clear mm-hmm. that their money was only going to one place. <laughs> so if I wanted to go anyplace else, it was that, it was going to be my. I've had that conversation. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be somebody else. Their money, their checks, mm-hmm. their coins can only go to one particular place. Yeah. And so if I don't want to go to that place, then I got to put some work in. Yep. I and agree. and they were still supportive during yes. that process, but you know it was just like how serious are you? Yes. Because yes, the kids I can't agree. pay for it by themselves. I agree. You know, the, that those loans that they're getting, um, it's dangerous to continue to get in that debt. So just keep that in mind um, as you go forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking apples and oranges. Yes. I'm going to ask you, <laughs> Milbar, I didn't tell you this one. Apples and oranges, I'm getting this question. Mm-hmm. Um, predominantly white institutions mm-hmm. versus yes. HBCUs. Right, right. Yep. Those are we apples and oranges. Those are apples and oranges, yeah. So what's your experience in terms of, your students, you know, I think some people think we lean a certain way, but we really don't. No. Um, like I said, um, I just thought of my athlete. You know, I, I was asking him about, because, again, we're in South Carolina, South Carolina State versus USC, but I knew for his package going to USC was better because right. of that game clock guarantee, that's 6000 right? Um, additional. And um, I knew he would have to work a little bit harder for the package at South Carolina state. Right. So no, it just depends on the student and their needs, their home needs uh, and what they, you know, what they're looking for in majors and things like that. Right. Yeah. And so, so there I, are some things if you're nursing, mm-hmm. you know, they don't offer that. So right. why would I suggest <laughs> that, that school? And so I just right. think sometimes people miss that, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, you know, it's like, well, you are saying, you know, also, you know, students, cause every student is not the same. No. You know, I have, um, for me, I have students that are all very different. Yes. Yeah. There are some I would send to right anywhere correct, correct. to match yeah. up in any situation. Not mm-hmm. that they, you know, not that any student is less capable mm-hmm. necessarily, but where could you go to school? So you think about like QuestBridge coming up. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and those are opportunities for students. Yes. Of the students I have on my, you know, I have 300 students on my caseload. You know, probably 80 seniors, 60, mm-hmm. 70, maybe 80 seniors. Of those seniors that I would think that would be great for QuestBridge and for your information, QuestBridge is your um, application for college uh, your your college yeah. match, Ivy League schools, mm-hmm. heavily competitive schools. Not And I have several that are competitive, mm-hmm. but it's different when you're going to these highly competitive environments. And so it's not for everybody. Right, right. You know, I think the application process is not for that's another thing. I cry. <laughs> and I'm just reading somebody's essays and right. watching the child go yeah. through it. So it's tough, but you're yeah. matching. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so that's open now. QuestBridge yes. is open. Mm-hmm. And that's something that um, I'll put in the description okay. for QuestBridge Scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, QuestBridge Scholars, top 10% mm-hmm. typically. That's what they recommend. Yeah. SAT or ACT required on that one? 32. It's 31, at, 32. Yeah, 31, mm-hmm. 32 on the, mm-hmm. you know, but it's students of color. Low income, mm-hmm. generally speaking, but they've taken people from like the South yes. that were not necessarily low income, mm-hmm. not necessarily first generation. I've seen that, right. but they did have a competitive score, competitive mm-hmm. GPA. Um, I did see where I was reading some were not requiring that test score just because you're getting people from certain parts of the country yes. that are not having to take the test. Right, right. Um, but if, I would say that if you do not have the test score, you have a very competitive GPA. Mm-hmm. And have really maximized the rigor at your school. Yeah, um, and I'm talking about rigor like AP. Yes, yes. Rigor, mm-hmm. not just dual enrollment rigor, AP IB type rigor because you're looking at competing with other yeah. schools. And they're looking at the child as well. You yep. know, can you interview well? Um, you know, so if you're having some issues with that uh, as well, you might want to work on on well, that. practice. That's yes, practice. practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, those are just the small things that uh, they have to work on. But, you know, even when we were talking about um, for a minority base, you know, mm-hmm. scholarships, wanted to point this out. I had this from a parent. Uh, it happens. Yeah. She just assumed, all you know, scholarships are 
for minorities or needs-based scholarships. <laughs> and, you know, I always point that out, different myths that are out there. That's one of them. Yes. Parents. Uh, all scholarships are not needs-based or um, for a certain, you know, ethnicity. Is you know, I pointed out several to her just yeah. in that message and Coca-Cola, Elks, um, Heisman, yes. those, you know, quite, you know, though not Questbridge, but um, National Honor Society, yeah. we're talking about Beta Club, um, those things, and they don't talk about that. So right. you have to read the eligibility right. requirements. Read the know, eligibility right. requirements and before you jump the gun. Yes. And so just because you need a picture or of the flyer, flyer yes. the flyer <laughs> might be a student, Asian, a, a Asian or person. Hispanic or, yeah, African-American or Caucasian. Social media has us yeah. in this this picture bound mm-hmm. world. And we're assuming that just because the picture has this read the qualifications, yes. read the eligibility requirements. Um, some stuff is regional. Mm-hmm. Some stuff is, you know, they're looking for, you know, rural communities. Well, rural communities, rural schools, the designation for a rural area is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, could be yeah. anything, could be. Yeah. you know, it just depends on what they are determining that is, you know, that is. And so I've also had some need based scholarships, not back, you know, not check. Mm-hmm. Yes. On I, need. I agree. <laughs> you know, I had a student mm-hmm. who received a scholarship and the mama was like, well, I, they didn't, they don't, they don't say how they're going to check. I was like, if they don't say how they're going to check, you know, yeah. you can be honest. Yes. yes. But if they're not doing the, they're not checking and your kid has that application and they like it. Yeah. You're likely to get that scholarship. And so my opinion on that, if you're applying for a scholarship, they don't ask for your, your FAFSA, you know, you print out your SAR report. We'll get in, you know, to that later. But if they don't ask for that student aid report or your parents, you know, yeah. um, income information, I say fill it out. You mm-hmm. know, because if you're trying to go to school, if your parent can't write the check for the full amount, then you're in need. Need, yeah. Um, if they have an income gap, I mean cap or um, you know, um, income guidelines, then yes, you may not meet the qualifications. You know, yeah. for those, you know, if you have to be Pell eligible, right. And you have to show proof, then no, don't apply. But if they're not asking those questions, I still say apply. 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 You You never know. (laughs) You never know. And you never know how many other students are applying for that scholarship. So you may be, you know, in the Mm -hmm. number. And, and, you know, I've seen that work pretty well for some Mm -hmm. students. And I've seen some students, you know, apply and apply and apply. And people are like, oh, you don't qualify for this particular scholarship. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. But, you know, she kept applying. I agree. And so, um, you know, with college admissions, I've had um, one of my friends, I mean, she was upset mm-hmm. because she said, is this, is this what happens at HBCUs? My daughter, my daughter can't get this, she can't get that. And so, you know, when we were talking about minority base or, you know, what have you, you know, HBCUs don't have a requirement of, it's not a race requirement. No. It's historically black college university. Mm-hmm. You know, I always consider HBCUs because I think without... HBCUs, Millbauer and I wouldn't be as educated right. as we are right now because of the historical nature of the university. Um, and so it's important for us to understand the place for that and mm-hmm. understand why that might be, you know, your child's like, oh, I want to go to HBCU. Here's why. Here's what's happening in our community. Consider the, and it's a cultural response mm-hmm. right now. So don't shy away because that way we not have been your experience 20, 30 years ago when you were going to college. And your child is asking questions and wanting to do those things, go on the visits, mm-hmm. find a home. There's several different things. Yeah. You know, I went to the University of Tennessee. It was huge, predominantly white institution. For me, um, I had been well-traveled, been in a lot of different places. Um, I wasn't shy. I went to summer camp every summer with kids where I was the only black student. Right. Um, and so it wasn't a difficult experience right. for me. Right. But on the other hand, we have a lot of students who, you know, we're trying to force into these. You're trying to pour force a square into a round mm-hmm. hole, you know, into a circle. And that's that's not fair to the child. And so that's when it goes to having that conversation because, yeah. you know, if you, you know, and, and sometimes the kid, the kid wants to go to mm-hmm. um, North Carolina Chapel Hill or yes. Yes. Clemson or Georgia, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, well, ha- consider other options, but go visit. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go visit. You can't judge a book by its cover. Um, your experience is going to be different from another experience. Um South Carolina State and Claflin are right next door to each other. Mm-hmm. They're different experiences academically. Yep. And I try to share, uh, I, I've shared a couple of times, one of my students from Clemson, engineering, versus mm-hmm. my student from South Carolina State, engineering. He's been to Greece, Japan, 
you know, all these mm-hmm. internships, everything paid for versus my um, student from Clemson who made, I think he got one internship. And right. I think that was something that he found. But, you know, they didn't necessarily go out of their way to, right. you know, help with those uh, internship experiences. But um, there was more nurturing. Yes. Um, from South Carolina State for this particular student. He's in the honors program. Right. Um, he gets a stipend and all of these other incentives versus the other student um, who did well academically as well, but um, he didn't have all the same opportunities. And when, again, I'm comparing those things, I'm like, oh, this particular student would have had more experiences. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just important to think about where we're coming from and just where your counselors mm-hmm. and people who are advising you are coming from because I got some students who need a little bit more support. Yes. I have one that was going to a school and came back from orientation mm-hmm. and said, no, ma'am, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot go there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's a different I, experience. You know, yeah. I was one of seven black people in my orientation session of mm-hmm. 600 students. Mm-hmm. When I first went, to, I got there, seven of us were in the same orientation session. Um, I came from a predominantly black high school, mm-hmm. uh, Wilson high school, just in case anybody <laughs> was asking. Um, <laughs> but it is it was a eye-opening experience for me, but again, I had those experiences. I also had um, peers who started the year at me at UT and could not function. Just like now, I have students who get down to College Charleston mm-hmm. or get to um, Coastal and mm-hmm. those things, and they're just not ready for those experiences. We got kids that go to Clemson, they mm-hmm. go to and when they go to Appalachian State, right? Um, and these are white and black kids. Mm-hmm. You got to think about what your experience is and what you're looking for. And what you've prepared your children for before we just jump out there and say, oh, I want to go to wherever. You know, I, I got one. Oh, I want to go to Yale. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's your test score? Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't taking it yet. Right. 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 Do we need that? <laughs> you do need it. Right. You know, and so, oh, I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, either. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think it's just important for us to think, you know, when we're talking, you know, we say apples and oranges, oranges jokingly as a saying. But they're just different things. So we, a lot of times when we're having these conversations or com- somebody comments on a post and asks one general question mm-hmm. and tries to blanket that mm-hmm. experience. Yes. Very different right. experiences. Right now, North Carolina A&T and a South Carolina State are going to be a different experience. Mm-hmm. Where 10 years ago, they might have been very much similar experiences. Right. Um, but your Hampton is going to be different from Tennessee State mm-hmm. and Tennessee State is going to be different from Howard. And, and so there's not one in the same. Right. And, you know, your experiences that you have, even in athletics, you know, at HBCUs is going to be different. Right. Um, it's going to be different. But, you know, you could go to a smaller school that's not a predominantly black institution and still have an experience that you're like, wow, mm-hmm. this was just really mm-hmm. nurturing and very small. And, yeah. you know, people can have really good experiences at some of these institutions. Right. And it's about the institution. Mm-hmm putting those things in place. And so my interest in higher ed kind of led me that direction because I was starting to think, well, who's putting things mm-hmm. in place for kids to be successful? Yeah. And where have I seen that? University of South Carolina has put things in place mm-hmm. so that students can get there. Yes. Now, I think they're working to build even more things to keep the students there. But, you know, you kind of are in a situation where, you know, where are we going to recommend that you go to get everything that you need? Yes. And right now, I think we both got students across. Yes across the state in Southeast mm-hmm. where they're having pretty good experiences. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, and I think most of the students, they'll listen to us. And yes. they'll, you know, you'll have one or two or like, no, nah, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> and like I said, they end up either coming back mm-hmm. or you were right. I'm going to tough it out, but you were right. I should have been at this particular school. And I think we've done this enough. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. To, to have know, a general idea. Yeah, like, you know, I yeah. wouldn't recommend Benedict to you if I didn't right. feel like that was a good right. fit for you. Right. Just like I, you know, there's a place there's a place pretty much for all students. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I would say, you know, I had a student day. She said, oh, I'm going to take a gap year. I said, girl, gap year is for rich people. <laughs> and she just started <laughs> she started laughing. And I said, well, what's, what are you doing in your gap? She said, well, I really would like to save money. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's different. Yeah, You know, we're talking about a student that's not a bad student, 3.7, 3.8 GPA. I said, so let's apply to schools. Then if you don't mm-hmm. get what you think you could get, then we'll go back that's and then advice. potentially, you know, take a gap year yeah. or – Take some classes, but you know, I always tell you, well, if you stop, just be prepared to what that stop is going to look. It's hard to start back. It's hard to stop that. So, <laughs> it you know, is. so, um, but anyway, you know, we are, we're experiencing it all right now. I think we're starting back school mm-hmm. and we're getting our kids off to school. Um, it's a couple of scholarships 
um, that you have that um, are open now? Uh, and some that are going to going open. to be open, um, yeah. So, um, and we can talk about that later. But you know, parents start looking at um, the clubs and organizations. Um, students start looking at the clubs and organizations that you're a part of. Your Beta Club, you're a National Honor Society, you're a National Technical Honor Society (FCCLA). A lot of those um, organizations around October first, yeah, um, will start opening their portal um, for students to start applying um, yeah. for those scholarships. We talked um, a little bit more about athletes today. August 15th, the Heisman Scholarship, formerly known as the Wendy's Heisman Scholarship, will open um, for students. So, again, if you play one of those 27 recognized sports, um, you can qualify for um, to apply for those scholarships. But I will let you know, parents and students, they are looking for well-rounded students. Um, you need to be able to put in information if you've done community service, if you're a part of other clubs and organizations. You have to be prepared to write an essay. Um, so, again, it's not just about your stats, you know, and right. what you're doing on the field or on the court. Um, they want to know about you as a well-rounded student. So be on the lookout for those scholarships. Absolutely. Go ahead and do those personal statements. Go ahead and ask your teachers and counselors for those recommendation letters if you don't need them yet it's better to have to to need them and have them than to to not have them and need them so as a counselor i'm I'm speaking on behalf of teachers out there you know it's just not fair you want us to give you a good recommendation letter now i can google you something yeah but you don't want that you don't want that (laughs) and i think colleges and scholarship people recognize when they've been googled and copied and pasted so make sure that you um do that that's my advice Personal statements, hop on that now. So that way when those portals open up, you have an essay and you have some stuff to put in there. Um, but thank you so, so very much for listening. I mean, we could talk about scholarship stuff all, all day, day, which we do. So uh, thank you for listening to the Scholars and Dollars podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Future Plans with a Z underscore. So Future Plans underscore on Instagram. And Millbauer, you're everywhere. Yep, Facebook, Instagram, paste. Scholarship Academy, look for the yellow logo. Look for the yellow yellow logo. Email us. Um yes. and we'll see you next time. All right.